0: Hello guys, welcome back to another episode, of let's talk about it, um, I did not upload last week, because I then went from the mountains to South Carolina, so, um, yeah, I just was not, I didn't have time to, I was working in the salon and everything, and that was the least vacation, feeling vacation ever, yay, okay, um, first of all, I have a PSA, this is super important, um, the suicide hotline number is changing, So, the Suicide Hotline number is now going to be 988. So, I feel like I need to state that, considering I give the Suicide Hotline number every time in a podcast episode. So, repeating that, the Suicide Hotline number is now 988. So, that changes um, July 16th, which the day I'm recording this is tomorrow. Um, Yeah, so that's the day that this episode uploads. But... So basically, it's now nine eight it's now nine eight eight Yes, words are hard. all right, let's just get into the episode. so I'm actually going to start with a question, and that question is how many roles are you taking on in your life other than who you are as a person? You know' because while I was on vacation, I babysat and I worked. And I did a lot of things that I'm just not really going to disclose that made me feel overwhelmed. And, like, I was, like, I don't want to say be, like, like, I wasn't cat, but it wasn't something that I would have enjoyed doing. You know, and it's, like, it wasn't, it was some things that I couldn't just be, like, you know, I really don't want to do this right now. It was some things that I, like, had to do. But how many roles are you taking on in your life? And with these roles, how are they affecting the quality of your life? How is it affecting your stress levels? How is it affecting your mental health? How do you feel after you're done being in this role, being in this position where you feel like you have to do this, even though you really don't want to? Are you drained? Are you relieved it's over? How are you feeling? Because being completely honest, after this vacation, I do not feel incredibly confident and secure in myself and secure in a lot of my relationships as I felt very distant from people during a vacation where I was constantly surrounded by people, which was so weird, especially for me because it's like, I understand that I am a conventionally attractive person, and I normally have a really high level of confidence, and for some reason, it's just, it's been thrown out the window, and I have no idea why. I don't know why my self-confidence has plummeted, but it has, and it's something that I'm going to work on, and it's something that I'm going to fix. I'm in therapy. It's, it's fine, you know? Strongly recommend therapy. My therapist is the best. We talked a lot about taking on roles and feeling like I didn't have a break on a vacation, on a time where I was supposed to be in a really safe, freeing environment. I felt very confined to what everyone else around me wanted me to be. And I hate that. I hate that so much. It's why I'm so picky with who I hang out with and who I talk to because I don't want to be confined to what they want me to be. I want to be Myself and have them accept it because I don't want to be anybody else. I like being Cat, you know, and it's just, I feel like I've made a name for myself and these people have just completely regarded it. And that's a really hard feeling to deal with because at the end of the day, my only role should be being Cat and being what makes me happy, being a mental health person, being an activist in my community being just a human being and not someone that feels like they have to take care of everyone all the time being able to take care of people and not feel emotionally drained afterwards you know what I mean because there are so many times where it's like I feel like I need to take a break and there are so many times where I'm simply stating my boundaries and I'll be like hey I don't like this and they're like oh my god you're so aggressive and I'm like okay no I'm not I'm not trying to be especially because sometimes it happens over text. And I'll be like, hey, I really don't like when you're doing X, Y, Z. And I'll be like, I really hate you. And it's like, no, I really hate the things that you're doing. And I ask you not to do them around me. And that's basically what I try to convey in a lot of situations. But it really sucks not feeling heard and feeling like my roles in life don't align with my roles as cat, which is why I'm asking the question, how many roles do you have in your life and how do you feel after having these roles? There's a quote by Amanda Lovelace in Shine Your Icy Crown, Um, it's on page 27. And it says, don't you dare undervalue yourself. Don't you dare become smaller to make room for others. Don't you dare shrink back into the shadows. Don't you dare wither while everybody else blooms. Here's an indisputable indisputable fact. You matter. And I feel like that is something that really needs to be heard whenever you're talking about taking on roles that other people want from you. It's almost like whenever you're finding a job and you're like, "Okay, well, I need to just find something that will make me money, not something that will necessarily make me happy. But if you're sitting there at a 9 to 5, and you hate it, and you want to do something else, do something else. Do something that makes you genuinely happy. Like, right now, at this stage in my life, I really want to get into journalism, and I just want to be in a field of any kind of journalism, whether it's, like, political. My therapist told me that I should look into political science, and I'm like, okay, why not? I'll go for it. Um, It's just, at this stage in our lives as teenagers, we can explore any type of job that we want. We can do so many things at this stage in our life. And I feel like that's an insanely important thing to do. And then as an adult, there's clubs. I know that sounds so lame. Just be like, you know what? I'm going to go join a club as like a 36-year-old man because I really like painting. Do it. Do it. You know, do, do things that make you happy. Take the time off from your 9 to 5 to go do something that you genuinely enjoy. And if your 9 to 5 is being someone you're not, take extra time off. Take a, a lifetime vacation from that and start being who you are. Because at the end of the day, you shouldn't be making yourself smaller to make room for others. Because everyone else around you is going to continue to grow and if you try to be like everyone else, your growth will almost always be stunted because you're not gonna be at the same level that you want to be. And I feel like that's something that's really important because I try, I try to keep up with the trends. I try to keep up with other people and see what other people are doing in their lives. And I'm influenced by a lot of people. At the same time, it's great to be influenced, but there are times where it's very negative and it's very bad to be trying to follow in someone's footsteps, and not so much as lead by their example. Follow their example. Yes, be a leader. Make your own example. (laughs) I don't know. Um, But I feel like it's really important to explore possibilities of different things, and try new things, and stop underestimating yourself, and stop being scared of things. Because for the longest time, I was like, okay, well, I want to get into weight training, but I don't feel like I'd be able to do it considering I'm just, I'm a very petite person. I don't feel like I'd ever be able to pull that off. And then here I am, you know, getting calf muscles. Yeah. And I know this sounds like so stupid to a lot of people to be like really happy about that I'm getting, I don't know, toned, but in a way it brings me comfort. It brings me empowerment. And I shouldn't have to explain that to anyone because it makes me happy. Just the same way if you, a 36-year-old man, really enjoys painting, you shouldn't have to explain that to anyone. If you're 16 and you want to try something new, like baking, go for it. And you don't have to explain yourself to anyone. You are allowed to do what you want in your life. You don't owe anyone an answer or an explanation. And you shouldn't feel like you have to. You shouldn't feel like you have to follow the trends to be quote-unquote popular or quote-unquote liked. Do what you want to do. That's allowed. You are allowed to be yourself. You are encouraged to be yourself. And if people don't like you because you are yourself, then that's their own insecurity showing. And I know that's so hard to sit here and be like, okay, well, then these other people are insecure and you shouldn't like those people. That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying you matter and you have a voice and you have interest and you should continue to chase your interest and pursue them. Because if you like it and you have a talent for it, that's how you can make a living. That's how you can live your life. Because I feel like I have a talent for writing. I feel like I kind of have a way with words and, like, public speaking. And I'm very politically active. And I could just write articles all day long about our political climate. That could be my job. And I feel like I would be perfectly okay with that. I feel like that would honestly be a really... I like that would be a really good job that would suit me. Is, like, politics and Journaling, I think that's something that I'd really, really like to do. I have to feel the more that you try to be like someone else, the harder it'll be to try to find who you really are again. It'll be insanely difficult to, I don't want to say you be like, chase your dream, but it'll be insanely difficult to get out of that mindset of, well, I want to do something that would make me well-liked. I want to do something that would make me seem quote-unquote cool. And it's just, I understand where that mindset comes from. And it's taken me, I don't know, like a year and a half to get out of that headspace. It's taken me two, three months to, I don't want to say like cope, but come to terms with the fact that I only have a limited amount of friends considering the fact that I feel like I'm so, I don't want to say so true to myself, but I'm someone that will be incredibly blunt and be like, well, I don't really... Want to do that today. And it's like, in a way, I felt alone for so long, but at the end of the day, I've started becoming friends with myself. I've started doing things that I like to do and doing things that make me happy and having comfortable silence with myself. It's like, in a few days, I'm headed off to a camp, like a chorus camp, where I get to sing and I have a private lesson there and I'm going to sing Popular by Wicked. And it's gonna be a blast, and it's gonna be something that I genuinely like doing, and something that I feel like I can pursue in life, something that I think is fun. And it's at the end of the day, it's something that I want to do, and that's why I'm doing it because it's something that I want to do. And that doesn't mean I'm completely ignoring the rest of my responsibilities. Like, I'm trying to think of the rest of my responsibilities. (laughs) Like, I have to clean my room before I leave, I have to, um. I don't want to say I have to be a mental health person, but I want to be a mental health person. And I feel like I'm not going to ignore those responsibilities while having fun. And I feel like that is incredibly important. I'm staying true to who I am and what I represent without losing track of who I feel like I am inside. Because, yes, I do incredibly promote mental health. I do incredibly promote... Activism in my community. And those are things that I generally enjoy doing. But at the same time, I really enjoy time with myself. I really enjoy picking out extra outfits and just dressing up all the time. And those are things that I can do while doing mental health and helping out in my community and being a human being. Just being kind and respectful. Not only to others, but to myself. Because at the end of the day, I'm not ever going to undervalue myself. That's not something that I should do. I shouldn't become smaller to make room for others. And I shouldn't shrink back in the shadows. That's not something that anyone should feel like they have to do, is change themselves for other people to like them. Because if they don't like you, then why are you chasing their approval? And not chasing for your own approval. While you're panicking over why they don't like you, do you like you? Do you like who you are? I have another quote from you, also from Shine Your Icy Crown by by Amanda Lovelace. It's on page 91, and it says, Wear the term basic bitch with a sense of pride. Embrace every part of you they told you to hate. Unbothered. And that's something that I fully do, because everyone's like, oh my god, Kat, you're so basic, your favorite color is pink and orange, and you like wearing pretty dresses, and you cut your hair every time you have a minor inconvenience, and you like flowers, and you wear oversized glasses, how dare you, you know? And it's just, I wear basic bitch. With pride. I fully admit that I go to Starbucks and I order a pink drink without the strawberries in it because then the strawberries get stuck in the little like the sippy cup lids. I hate that. I hate that so much. I can't stand wet strawberries. There you go. That's another thing. I'm so extra that I have to not have the strawberry inclusions in my pink drinks. It's life-changing, I promise. <laughs> but it's like I fully embrace the fact that I am basic, something that people have always told me, be like, oh, you want to be unique, and you want to be different, it's just, I'm unique and different in my own sense, while also being extremely basic, because I can sit there with a pink drink, and then go protest in the streets about not your body, not your choice, yeah, there you go, I did that on Sunday, I believe, we had a little protest, um, for the reproductive rally in my city, and it was really fun. I don't want to say it was, like, really fun, but it was really an uplifting and empowering experience of just, it was, honestly, I'm very glad we had a larger group of people there to show support and be like, all my homies hate Brent Kavanaugh, just saying, just saying, just saying, sorry, don't want to make this all political, just a little bit, but, (laughs) um, no, I've started embracing the parts of me that they've, told me to hate and that's something that i'm very proud of because a lot of people after they found out that i was lifting or thing, they were like oh you're gonna look like a man okay all right what about it that means i can punch you in the face like a man right right yeah you can punch anybody in the face like any gender you want you know what? i'm a woman i'm punching the face and if it hurts that means I punch you like a woman. Oh, well. Also, I really do hate the term bitch. Where the term basic bitch with a sense of pride. Embrace every part of you they told you to hate. Unbothered. I am very bothered when people say the word bitch, and I don't know why. It's just something that's just like... Take that word out of your vocabulary. It's something that I hate. It's something that I feel like is... You just take it around, out of your vocabulary around me. It's something that bothers... Me personally. And it's just like, okay, I don't like that word. Leave it at leave it at your front door and don't take it with you. Whatever you sing. Please and thank you. Yeah. And it's just simply establishing boundaries and people always I don't want to say people bullied me for the podcast, but for the longest time people didn't listen to it. And I was like, Yeah, I'm a mental health podcast. They'd be like, what do you talk about depression? I'm like, Yeah. They're like, Oh. I'm sorry And I'm like do you want to listen to it? Because you can listen to it. And it's like, I've had multiple teachers, like, tell me they listen to my podcast. They're like, yo, I really like your podcast. I think it's really helpful. It's really going to be inspiring for a lot of students here. And it's really, like, going to help a lot of people. And I feel like that's also very encouraging in the sense of me wanting to be a helpful mental health person and embracing something that's true to myself, which is finding a voice for people that can't necessarily find their voice i actually had someone dm me while i was in south carolina i don't i've never spoken to this person like in real life in my life it's just someone that like listen to my podcast and they were like okay i have to find this woman and let them know that i really enjoy their podcast because i personally feel like i can't use my voice to speak up about, speak up about Mattel. And i was like girl i am going to sit here and cry now every time anybody texts me they're like I listen to your podcast. I love it. I'm like, and I love you, man. You're the best. Can I give you a hug? You know, and it's just, I really enjoy doing this. I really enjoy being someone that people can go to. And I know that sounds, I know that sounds so lame. Just being like, I like being someone that people can rely on. Because that's something that makes me feel like I'm helpful. And not in the sense of that I'm like being used And I feel like that's just something that I really just appreciate, like, in general. I'm going to give another quote, and I'm going to take this into a different direction than you might think. It's also from Amanda Lovelace, but this is from her Flower Crowns and Fearsome Things. It is on page 24. It says, I refuse to be ashamed of taking up my rightful space. I refuse to apologize for daring to have an opinion. It's a pleasure to disappoint you. And I feel like in that sense that it's a pleasure to disappoint you. It doesn't ever feel like a pleasure to disappoint someone knowing that if you disappoint someone, they're just like, well, I can't believe you did that. That that hurts my feelings. Or, well, I don't like the fact that you did do that. And I feel like that's the same way that we feel whenever our roles are taking over who we feel like we really are. You know, like if your role is being... A happy, sunshine, bubbly person, and you don't feel like that all the time, it's not a pleasure to disappoint that person, but it's, you have every right to take up your space and be like, hey, I need space, I need time to breathe, and I need time to not be this happy, sunshine person, and yet, if that person hates you for it, if that person is like, well, I need you to be smiling all the time, you don't need to be smiling all the time. While that person may want you to be smiling all the time, what's best for you? There are so many times situations where it's like, if a person especially, like, I don't want to say hurts me, but if if a person is looking for something different that I can't supply them, I'm always like, okay. well, I have to be what this person needs. And sometimes what that person needs isn't going to be best for me. And I can't necessarily put myself in a role that I'm not trained for. In a role that I physically cannot do. And I will stretch myself thin because of it. And that's something that I feel like a lot of people do in general. Because you feel like, I have to be this person. I have to do this. But you need to refuse to be ashamed of taking up your rightful space. And you should not have to apologize for having an opinion. Because if someone disagrees with you, if someone disagrees with you, they'll get over it. I heard a phrase one time that is probably not the best phrase to say on a mental health podcast. But it's die mad about it. Because if you have an issue with my political beliefs, if you have an issue with what I stand for, I'm not changing myself for you. And if you're that mad about it, you can die mad about it. Because I'm not going to apologize to you. I am so unapologetic to people that do not deserve an apology. If I've done something wrong, I will apologize. But if I see fit that I've not done something wrong, then I will not apologize until you give me proof, until you give me any example where I did wrong in that situation. And that's just how I am as a human being. But it's never a pleasure to disappoint someone in that sense. Especially the person is just like, hey, I need XYZ and I can't fight it for them. And then later on, down the years, we get into an argument about anything. They're like, hey, I don't like this opinion. Okay, what do you want me to do about it? Because I really don't want to change that opinion. I wholeheartedly believe and stand for X, Y, Z. And if that person drops me because of it, they drop me because of it. The world will keep turning. And they will die mad about it. And I, that sounds so bad to say it loud, but... <laughs> how are you feeling after taking all of these roles on? How do you feel? Do you feel angry? Do you feel stressed out? Do you feel exhausted? How do you feel? In this very moment that you're listening to this podcast episode, how do you feel? Are you happy? Are you sad? Are you not really feeling anything? Are you just sitting here listening for the hell of it? Like, how are you feeling? And how can you feel The best. When do you feel the best? Do you feel the best when you're alone in your room reading? Do you feel the best when you're out doing something you like doing? Do you feel the best when you're lifting weights? Do you feel the best when you're writing an article for your school newspaper? When do you feel the best? And connect with that after you take on a role that's not necessarily true to yourself. Because in my personal opinion, running around with five-year-olds doesn't necessarily make me feel super true to myself. And so at the end of the day, I want to do something that makes me feel, I don't want to say more adult, but something that makes me feel like I'm more in my age range. So I'll bake, or I'll cook, or I'll do something that your average five-year-old cannot do in order to make me feel more like myself. If I'm doing something with a bunch of grown-ups and I'm just out all the time with a bunch of grown-ups, then I will go home and I will put on a pretty dress because that makes me feel like I'm young again. I say young like I'm like a 40-year-old woman, you know, know, but um, I'll do something that makes me feel like a little kid again, you know? And it's all about staying true to myself because I love putting on dresses and I also love baking. And then there are some days where, you know what, I'm like, fuck it, I'm going to do both today. And it's just things that make me feel genuinely like myself. And you should go out and do the things that make you feel genuinely like yourself. That's what you deserve, is to feel like yourself and to feel happy. Yeah, you deserve to be happy. Okay, this podcast episode just keeps getting longer and longer, so I'm going to leave us with one last quote finish this off and then we can go on about our days. okay um this is from amanda lovelace this is from shine your icy crown it's on page 98 it says go to the movies and see rom-com by yourself go to your favorite restaurant and request a table for one go to a cafe and order a coffee a pastry for yourself lie in the grass and cloud gaze without holding someone else's hand while you do it We need to stop seeing things as pathetic when you are the only person you have to be with every day. So why shouldn't you be able to find ways to appreciate you? Because at the end of the day, if you're putting yourself in these roles that don't suit you, if you're not pursuing things that you love or doing things that you enjoy doing for yourself, you have to wake up every day with yourself. You might as well try to connect with them. the more you connect with yourself, the more you, the more peace you're going to find within yourself. And it's really hard in the beginning to sit there and be like, damn, this shit happened to me. That sucked. That was a really horrible experience that I went through. But it's even better to sit there and wake up in the morning and go, you know what? I want a cup of coffee. So I'm going to go out by myself and I'm going to go buy myself a cup of coffee. I'm going to go take a walk in the park by myself. I'm going to go do something that I love by myself. And I'm not saying that you should always be doing things by yourself. Because at the end of the day, you're going to want good memories with good people. But these good people in your life shouldn't be the ones that make you feel like you have to follow trends or follow things that they want you to be. These people should be the people that make you feel genuinely okay to be yourself. Someone that's not going to judge you or hate you for who you are. And that's something that everyone should look for in their friends, in their romantic relationships, in any kind of relationship really. Because even if you're just acquaintances and this person is downright rude to you or you feel like you can't be yourself around them, then get out of that situation. And that's that. Do things that help you stay true to yourself. Take yourself out on cute little dates. Take yourself out on fun days with people that make you feel okay with yourself. Do things that would recharge your social battery and things that would make your little self proud. And it's okay not to be okay. It's okay if you try to connect with yourself in the beginning and you feel... Really, insanely distant distant from yourself. That's okay. Because at the end of the day, you will get back up again. And nine times out of ten, you're going to find yourself again. You're going to find something you enjoy. You're going to find something you love. And it's going to be a really good experience. Just finding something that you like doing is a really, really really amazing experience. Finding people that you feel like you can be yourself around is a really, really, really amazing experience. And that's how it should be. You shouldn't have to live your life in the sense of, well, I want to make everyone else around me happy. If it doesn't make you happy. You do not have to fit in these roles. The only role that you should be is yourself. And that sounds cheesy as shit. And I'm fully aware it does. But you are the only person that you have to be. You don't have to wake up every day and be someone else. Wake up every day and be yourself. Okay. This is this has been another episode of Let's Talk About It. And I will not be seeing you guys next week. But I'll see you guys the week after that. Yay! Okay. Good